You hear that? That's the Litman Court Digital Stethoscope, removing background noise so you can focus on the sounds that matter. With active noise cancellation and up to 40 times amplification, 9 out of 10 healthcare professionals hear sounds more clearly with the Litman Core Stethoscope. Get the stethoscope that works as hard as you this holiday season and save $50 on the Litman Core at Echo. Shop now at echohealth.com. That's ekohealth.com. But before we do that, we're going to the, the Truett News Radio Hotline with Ward Neely. Ward, how are you? Ward, are there you with is. us? Now we got him. Hello, Ward. Yeah, I'm here. There we go. Hey, there how are is. you this morning? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How about you guys? Man, we're doing good. I appreciate you getting on. Uh, Ward is a big real estate developer here yeah. in town and has his hands in all kinds of For projects. Sure. So, uh, man, really appreciate you taking time to be on the show with us. Uh, catch us up, man. What's going on with uh, some of the stuff you've got on? You've got the battery project down here, which a lot of people are familiar yeah. with. And uh, you've done... Uh, uh, the battery two you've been working on uh, that uh, would kind of be the sister property downtown of that one. But then I know you got some stuff in Vestavia and an intriguing parcel yeah. in Vestavia of off of 31, right? Man, hit us with all the good news. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, well, we're doing our best to get the, the battery two finished. Uh, we've been hit with just about every curveball you can get down there Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> after sorting through COVID and getting all that going. Uh, we got started back, and then uh, the 120-year-old building started to collapse. Ooh, uh, ooh. We got started cutting into the concrete, so uh, we've, we've been putting it together uh, with with a lot of extra steel over the last three or four weeks. Um, but that's just kind of the nature of yeah, old buildings uh, redevelopment. Wow, good so, grief, yeah. Well, the the first uh, part of that is, has been, uh, I mean, we go down there a pretty good bit. And a lot of people are familiar with that. That's where the Gus's Fried Chicken is and the uh, yeah. Wasabi Wines. And uh, I would think you've had a pretty good experience with that part of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you, you kind of, you put a vision in your head, and by the time it actually comes to fruition, a lot of times it's not really what you originally thought. Uh, in that case, I think it's better than we thought. Um, you know, outside of it being a, a cool project, we've got great tenants and then and really great people behind all those concepts down there. I think that's what probably makes it unique. Uh, we got Birmingham District Brewery, which when we signed everything up, they were they were backyard brewers. They didn't have an existing oh, location. Wow. Didn't really know much about them. We. Uh, I, Candidly, I'm a, a, a big beer connoisseur, uh, but but I don't have a sophisticated palate. So when they let me try stuff, I just kind of smiled and nodded my head. <laughs> that tastes uh, good. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's getting me where I want to be. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you bring up a good, an interesting you bring up an interesting point, Ward. Uh, you know, of course, I'm an attorney. What I do is intangible. You can't see the work of of, of what I do in a given day. But I've always thought it would be uh, rewarding to to do what you do put those types of developments together it's tangible you can look at it yeah, and drop have, by it yeah just have a great feeling of you know I, I i i did that i put that together that's part of my design and hard work yeah yeah i i wish that it would come together sooner a lot of times <laughs> uh every once in a while i'll uh you know we're on the construction side too and every once in a while i'll, I'll go volunteer to work you know, manual labor or, or drive a skid steer or something like that, just so I can see some progress. Yeah, just yeah, get it moving. Right. Yeah, I mean, Battery Two was actually what brought me to Battery One. I fell in love with the Battery Two buildings 
and uh, I was already I was working down there with Dick Schmaltz on. Um, I was working for SRS, but had had brought some tenants to the Twenty Midtown project, and so was familiar with the area and drove by it a bunch. And uh, the building was falling in. And I wanted to do it and tried to do it, and the uh, the the current property owners at the time basically said we we don't like developers. We don't want somebody <laughs> just coming in, tearing it down, and and uh, starting over. Yeah, and basically ran me out of their office. Um, and so I ended up doing building across the street. I convinced that guy to sell, and uh, and then I became friends with the guys across the street. And I think they realized, hey, actually, he he is into preserving buildings, and um, and for them, it was more of preserving a legacy. They their family had been down there for about a hundred years. Oh wow! Uh, and they realized that. An automotive shop was probably not the highest and best use for that property moving forward. Uh, but for them, it was really important that the buildings stayed there and their family legacy stayed there. Yeah, yeah, right. That ended up being a, basically based on a relationship and honoring that legacy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, they, they're like brothers to me now. Where our offices are together, uh, you kind of have to be when you dance through a project together for... <laughs> you know, dang near five years. years. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, man, let me ask you, uh, with all the development that's gone on around town and, uh, particularly, you know, they somehow near UAB and all that, I, I gotta just think, you know, finding deals down there is, it's gotta be almost next to impossible. Is that right? Or do you see people doing a lot more stuff or what's your feel for it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a lot different than, uh, than most of the developers out there, we're a small shop. I mean, it's it's me and one other guy. Uh, I don't have a trust fund. Uh, my trust fund was hard work, yes sirs, no sirs, stuff like that. So right. the only reason we were able to do Battery 2 is before I, I really started Battery 1, I kind of had a hunch that, hey, this might be successful. Uh, and, and when we did Battery 1, that area was desolate. I mean, most of the buildings yep. were abandoned. For sure. And so <clears throat> I thought, well, if, if we do what I think we're going to do, by the time we finish, the property values around here are going to skyrocket. So we had prearranged some kind of some set pricing on the surrounding building so that if it was successful, you know, it was a situation where we would have the ability to keep growing. Um, and, and so that's what, that's what we did. We, I, I don't think there's anything more for me to do down there because I can't afford yeah. most of the most of the pricing, which is what's pushed pushed us out to uh, Vestavia, and, and I did some stuff out in Trustful as well. We're on the air right now with Ward Neely uh, with Partner uh, Property Partners, uh, the develop local developer with uh, the battery, the battery two, and you know as you just mentioned, uh, the project out in. Uh, Trustville and a, and a parcel in Vestavia. You know, that parcel in Vestavia is just intriguing. It's an area that, you know, I, I've been in uh, Alabama since 1991, and ever since I've been there, that's just sort of been this area that, that you know, in my head has, has been somewhat been better. unproductive. Yeah, and could have so, been better. And, and, yeah. yet, and yet the location seems prime. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I explain to people a lot. Um, you know, for retail real estate, uh, kind of the foundation is 90% demographics, you know, what, what are the people around there like? Sure. And their money, what's their education level? What's the visibility of the property? Uh, what's, what are the traffic counts? Are a lot of people driving by? Is it accessible? Um, and then 10% of it is kind of the eye test. What does it look like? 
Yeah. Um, and most of the time, that 90 is going to cover everything. And realistically, that site checks every demographic box that you could think. I would think uh, so, yeah. The, the eye test is so bad down there that that 10% <laughs> has overweighed uh, quite a few people. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's got a lot of challenges. Um, you know, the, obviously the flooding issue has been a big, big deal. Uh, being, you know, down there at the kind of the foot of the valley, uh, yeah, the yeah. soils are terrible, uh, uh, despite the fact that it's an empty lot. It's a redevelopment. There was a gas station there a long time ago. There was a hotel there. Um, and so there's underground work that has to be done. Uh, um, yeah, they're just not, there's really not an easy site. Brock, Brock, you know that everything sure. kind of got its issues, um, but I, I bought that one because I grew up here. Uh, our family's been in this area for Ever. quite a while. Sure. And, sure. Uh, yeah, it, just was, it was one of those properties that, to me, I thought, well, if I can just kickstart something a little bit down here, you know, hopefully something like like what happened in downtown will, will happen. And all these other properties will start turning over. And, you know, hopefully I'll have somewhere I can – kind of enjoy going and spending time with my family and stuff like that yeah I, it, like brock said i mean it's a it's a prime site uh kind of heading down towards i-65 they're on 31 but you know it's just it's uh it's like brock was saying i mean it's just kind of dated over there and uh and with the flooding issues and i know the city is trying to address some of that i just i don't know what all you can do to stop it because that has been a problem you know forever i guess everything gets flooded every so often but uh uh, I would think with the design, whatever you're doing, you're trying to factor that into it as well. But none of that stuff's cheap and getting tanks out of the ground or whatever's happened to the soil. I mean, that's what people don't – I always kind of laugh when a new development comes in and, and people are like, you know, I want a boutique or I, w- I wish yeah, it was yeah. a local. So I was like, well, I want somebody that pays oh, the yeah. bills. Yeah, you know? right, I want somebody right. that's going to make it work. No, I had to take my name off the sign because people were running into me around town wanting to share all their opinions. <laughs> and so I started trying to kind of fly under the radar. Yeah. Somebody come up to you and say, hey, I, I want a, a Fleming Steakhouse down there. I said, well, well let's settle for a Jack. <laughs> yeah. You know, slowly work viable. in that direction. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. You, you didn't know that many um, people went to developer school, huh? That's that's right. Uh, or or the I like I always enjoy the people that went. You know, there's a uh, we want a target. You know, <laughs> it's like well that site's yeah. about 200 feet deep with a mountain behind it. So yeah. I don't know if that's going to work. Yeah. Well, and look, that's the big problem with Vestavia. Uh, it's a linear market. It's an old U.S. highway that, and most people don't realize. Back in the 40s and 50s, those were residential dwellings. You know, oh, yeah, and so yeah. where a lot of this. Now, these areas that have grown in the 70s and 80s, they were planned out. You know, the depth of the commercial property is 600 feet deep. Yes. Uh, so you've got room to build a shopping center, you know, put a grocery store that's going to attract people every day uh, and help create synergy. That Highway 31 area of Estavia is long and linear and at most is probably 200 feet deep. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so just it makes it challenging. Well, man, uh, we got to wrap up and run, but keep up the great work. Anything uh, you want to mention to to close? No, no. I appreciate you guys having me on and uh, 
keep everybody's spirits up. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, it's uh, like I said, I, I love what you've done so far, yeah, and I know sure. the, the new stuff is going to be great. Just keep working at it, and uh, it'll it'll all turn out. I'm positive of it. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. Guys. All right. Have, have a great weekend. weekend. All right. Thanks, Ward. Yeah. Yeah, that's Ward Neely with Property Partners. He's yeah. got his hand Dang in uh, things downtown in Vestavia. We didn't even get to Trustville. Yeah. There's so many good things going on over there. Yeah, it was a fun interview. Yeah, Ward Neely with Property Partners. Keep an eye on Vestavia. Hey, gents, let's talk Halloween for a second. What is your favorite Halloween memory? One time I saw Nightmare Before Christmas performed live at the Hollywood Bowl. Walking with your kids. It felt so magical. And after they've got their candy and they walk away. So pure. The the dad inside the house is handing you a beer. My dad, when I get home, he would have me like empty out all the candy to make sure that it's safe. And it wasn't until I was about 35 that I realized, what the He was just eating my candy. Rude. What's your favorite Halloween costume? One year, I was Matthew McConaughey's character from Dazed and Confused. One year, I was like, I would like to be roadkill. The Halloween costume was a plastic smock and then a really scratchy plastic mask. I mean, you were styling if you had one of those. Aquaman, the plastic mask cutting into your eyes, and then you get that little hole in the mouth to breathe through all night long. What's your favorite Halloween candy? What's your favorite candy, man? Anything Reese's, Snickers bars. It's all the food groups. It's got a meal. Nuts, you've got caramel. Yes. Candy corn. I love Me too. Corn. Wait, really? I'm one of the small percent of people who actually really enjoys candy corn. It gets a bad rap. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween from the Cumulus Podcast Network. Make sure to subscribe and follow us at youtube.com slash Cumulus Podcast. Candy corn is terrible. It's atrocious. It shouldn't be allowed. It's not a candy. Ooh. Happy Halloween. <laughs>